Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're on SENZ, it's Breakfast with Izzy and Kempe, and we're talking state of origin with one of the legends from the Maroon Jersey, a man they used to call Raging Bull, Gordy Tallis joins us from the other side of the ditch. G'day Gordy, how you doing? Um, Look, I'm fantastic, obviously origin time, the team's got announced earlier this week, so it's it's full steam ahead, but both squads are really good, I like it, I like it. Uh, I like our Queensland side. Um, New South Wales is always strong there. They can never pick a weak New South Wales side. So, Gordon, just talk to me about Tavita Pungai Jr. You know, like he's played probably a good game, half a good game in the last two years and finds himself in the <laughs> blue jersey. Is that a good thing for, for the Maroons or is it just a tactic that uh, Freddie's used to try and wind all the, all the Maroon players up? Well, there's two things. So last night, so I don't know whether you saw, but on 360 there was an article where three years ago he said that he'd rather play for Queensland. So I don't know how that's going down um, in Blues camp, that he said that that he grew up and his heroes were Justin Hodges, Sam Thiday and Greg Inglis, and he, and he would prefer to play for Queensland. He wanted his parents to move up to Queensland. So I don't know how he's going to sell that yeah. to his teammates. But, um, mate, he's all chips in. So... Uh, can't be like you're right. So obviously he's one of those players, and he's probably sold everybody on how much talent he's got. But his consistency has probably let him down at times. But there's no doubt that um, we spoke to Brad Fittler last night. He is all chips in, so he can go and he could be absolutely man of the match and blow the game wide open, or he can have one of those performances. So um, time will tell. But there's a lot of pressure. I open up the paper, and all in New South Wales, all as it is about you know, what Payne guy is going to do to Queensland. So if he reads that, and I've been in those shoes, trying to live up to that person that's in the paper is really hard to do. That's the hardest thing to do, is live up to that guy in the paper. Yeah, that's exactly right. And just touching on that, because this is a really interesting time for Origin. I've counted, and I'm not counting, I'm not very good at my maths, Gordy, but I've counted 11 uh, Tongans and Samoans in the side Yep. With you being, you know, you, you, what do you think the likes of Artie Beetson, if he was still alive, and, and the Mick Cronins and the Peter Sterlings look at Origin now and see yeah. it becoming more of a Pacific Origin? Um, what are your thoughts on it? What are your thoughts on it? <laughs> well, 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 it's a case where we, well, it's the biggest showcase, right? You know, and I've spoken to War Blacks and I've been there and that's the jersey that they want. So, for an all-black to want to swap jerseys and get a Queensland State of Origin jersey, it just shows where that game's at, right? So there's no doubt if you're a kid and you grow up here, like a Petro Sivanasiva that was born in Fiji, 
well, he didn't want to go play back in Fiji. He wanted to play for Queensland, and that's the state. So we're in a bit of a pickle where someone like Luai that said that he's played, I think, under 10s, 11s, 12s, all the way out at Penrith. So do you stop him from wearing the jersey of choice? Or if I went over to New Zealand when I was 10, uh, like Stephen Price's daughter, and she plays for New Zealand in netball. So that's the tough one. It's, mm. you know, when the kids have grown up and they've spent, you know, like a lot of their, you know, adolescence years and they've played. But I would love to see the international game grow, right, and watch people like Luai and Papa Lee and Sonny Bill Williams and all those great talented players come over and want to represent their country. That I, I, I still see the sea of Tongan flags when they played against England. I still see the tattoo on some of the players' legs when they beat Australia. I think that's our, that's the future of our game. So if we can keep on growing the international game, then they don't have to want to play for Queensland or New South Wales. So Queensland, um, I've always said I'd rather lose being a Queenslander than win having people that aren't born in our state. So um, I know it's a touchy subject over here because... You know, some kids, as I said, like they feel like they're attached to Queensland because they moved here when they were eight or whatever. Um, so do you deny that kid the opportunity to play? He fell in love with the game over here um, and he wanted to wear that jersey. It's a, it's a tough situation. It is a tough situation. Or well, you could just do what Tony Carroll did, play for the Kangaroos and play for the Kiwis <laughs> and play for the Kangaroos yeah, well, again. Well, well, there you go. But Tony Carroll grew up and he played down at the Bay and... Brad Thorne's a perfect example, right? I played with Brad Thorne. He moved over here. He wanted to play rugby. It wasn't in his school, so he played rugby league. He played at North North Aspley. He played all of his rugby league, and there was no rugby union. Like, my rugby league union over here, it's an elite private school game. It's not played by everybody. So Brad Thorne had to play rugby league, and he loved it. But I know that when we go into his room, he'd have you know, the old all-black boxer shorts on, and that was a dream of his. So do we stop his dream of going back and playing for his country, or he did both? You know, Sonny Bill Williams wanted to play State of Origin. We disallowed him. But he played all the New South Wales junior rugby league teams. So it is a tough one. So, But I think, um, <clears throat> and the game's still working on it, because we don't want to knock back those kids that want to play for New South Wales that have more all Queensland. But if we can keep on growing in Samoa, Tonga, New Zealand are stronger, and Fiji and, and, and Papua New Guinea, you know, and they want to play for their country over a state, our game's in better hands. Do you think then, you know, the International Rugby League, you know, they have this thing where England and New Zealand and Australia are the tier one sides, and if you're one of those uh, and you're not Australian, you can't play Origin, but tier two is Tonga and Samoa, et cetera. They're tier all... one now. No, they're tier one. They're tier one. Yeah, but oh, I mean... no, no, no. Look, look, look. Um, I don't know whether they are officially, but one of them made a World Cup final. Mm. You cannot, yeah, exactly. But you cannot treat them now, and you can't say Tonga is not a tier one nation. I think they are. I, I, I believe, and if they don't believe that they are, well, there's a problem there. But I believe that they are tier one. I believe that those, that those countries are as good as anybody on their day, and when they get everybody that that was born there or um, have the heritage to play from. It would be a tough game, and I played. I mean, the toughest games I ever played against through my whole career were, were certainly against the Warriors. You know, we used to beat them on the scoreboard, but you had to check yourself in. I couldn't imagine playing with the passion and the emotion that they do when they play for those states. And you watch it; they don't sort of seem to have the same passion and emotion when they play for our states. But when they play for their country, it, it's but it's fantastic. And every rugby league fan over here, mate, we love like they're our favourite games, mate. When 
when when Samoa play Tonga, it is huge. Yeah, you know, like it's huge, and it's a game that we all check in to watch because it's played in great spirit. You know, like they go at it as hard as any two footy teams that I've ever watched. But there's this, there's a real respect after the game. You know, of their of their cultures. It's fantastic to watch. Yeah, and hopefully Volandis and Abdo are listening to you because we've got to continually grow that, Gordy, yes. uh, for the sake of our kids that are coming through. Mate, just tell me, do you think um, Freddie and Brandy are, are, are sort of blinded by their love for Penrith with the way that they've selected the side? <laughs> no. <laughs> Mate, I'd like to think so, but don't forget they have won two competitions in a row. They've been in the last three grand finals. So... Uh, it's a bit dangerous, you know. I know that every time you get in a, you know, get in a rep side, you do want your combinations because when you get fatigued at the end of the game, it's really good to have someone that you can trust and you know, inside and outside of you, and and that's the way that they've gone. And um, I don't think they've picked a weak player, and certainly the Penrith guys, Toto uh, hasn't been in the form that he has been in the past, but he's an he's an unbelievable player. <clears throat> and you got Cleary, Luai, and Yao. Well, they're uh, well. You know, that's probably the best three-pronged attack in our game. So uh, I can't argue with the side they picked. And you put I up, wish there was less Penrith players in it, to be quite honest. And you're putting up a Curacao in there. That was the point I was getting at. What happens... Uh, yeah, yeah, well, 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 do you know what? And, then that's, and that's what we spoke about last night, because Damien Cook's probably had the best year he's had 100%. in South Sydney on top, and they're on top of the table, and they're both really hard. So, mate, you know, when you're at market camp, you've got someone... That's really fast, or you've got a little Benny Elias that just shows all the trick shots. It doesn't really matter because they both can punish you, you know. So so they've gone with Happy Coruscant. Um The last three weeks, the Tigers have been absolutely outstanding. But um, I don't think Damien Cook lost his jersey. I think he would have to feel really unlucky. But don't forget, they didn't win last year's series. Mm. And let's let's hope that Uppy Curacao doesn't go down with an HIA because they're in big trouble in New South Wales if that happens. Hey, and just talk about this. Uh, you've got this young kid. We we seen him here with the Warriors last year, Reese Walsh at fullback. But you've got Nathan oh, wow. Nathan Cleary's kicking game, and I'm pretty sure that Brandy and Freddie will be picking on Sal and Cobbo and uh, Murray Tailagi and Reese Walsh uh, with that kicking game. How important is that uh, uh, to the start of the sets for Brisbane uh, for Queensland when they're coming back out yeah, of their yeah. own half? Yeah, well, it used to be like, you know, kick it to the old fullback and he'd be on his own when we were playing Kempi and we just used to run down and beat him up. But now they've got these big wingers that go back and they link and it's really important. And I got some stats at Fox last night and I saw, you know, how much <clears throat> uh, the Queensland back five, and I'm talking Val Holmes, um, Tabuai Fido and um, Murray and Cobbo, they make a lot of metres. Like, and they're really good at eating up metres, so they're going to have to be great on their night. And obviously, Reese Walsh is going to be under pressure. I'm, I'm sure Cleary's going to put up a couple of knuckleballs, but once he catches, you know, that's, mate, that's a big part of getting your sets forward. And you know, there's pressure on the back five, and there's pressure on their back five too. Don't forget, Tommy's carried injuries, and you know he's got to do it in the trail. So that's where the battle's going to be won or lost, I think. Um, I'm going to back the Queenslanders. Uh, they're young, uh, they're big, uh, and at the moment they've got more stats, but the game's not played on stats. Uh, it's played on energy on the night. And hopefully our guys have more than them. Mate, so do they, they give you a call, Gordy? Does does Billy give you a call and say, mate, get, yeah. in, get in here, we've got this young yeah. fella, he's just like you, by the name of David Fafita, <laughs> and we've put him back into the side. Are you beside him yeah. all week for this for this game? Yeah, well... Well, no, Cameron, JT and all the boys, um, but Billy did ring me yesterday. He goes, mate, where are you? I want you to come and have dinner and come down. So there's a room for you. Um, unfortunately, I'm in Sydney and they're preparing in Queensland, but 
Um, I get back to Brisbane on Friday night, so I'll drive down and just down just down the coast and it'll be nice and warm and I'll go there and have a couple of beers and have dinner with the team because, you know, there's um, for a Queensland kid, it's probably no greater time than, you know, watching your state. And I'm honoured, like, when Billy asked you to come in and all you do is just got to be around them and, you know, you smile and just, you know. I, my advice to the kids is you made it because you're playing good. Just don't change. Just do exactly what you've been doing at club level, but if you can do it at this level... You know, it's such a bonus. And that's what all the great players do. They don't change anything. They can just do exactly the same thing as they're doing at club level, just at a higher level. Hey, Gordy, the, the, this Origin Game 1 is in Adelaide, of course, uh, and there's lots yeah. of talk about expansion and an 18th team. Uh, and I know that Brisbane is a, you know, well, Queensland's a power base for rugby league, but do you really need an expansion, another expansion team in Queensland? If you really, if you're Abdo and those guys, or you want to take on AFL, aren't you better to put a team in Perth or maybe revamp the Adelaide Rams and put a team in South Australia and really have a crack at the AFL in, in their own turf? Well, my theory, and I've said it a few times, um, I want a second team in New Zealand. Yeah. And I, so, do, and I do too. Because, so, well, well, well. Well, because I reckon that we would grow the pie. So I knew how how powerful the game was when the Warriors 20s were there. There were certain pathways. I know COVID probably put a hold on rugby league there. And I know we're going to be the you know second biggest game there or third or whatever. But I know that if we show pathways for kids and there's a North Island, South Island rivalry, I know what it's like when you have a rivalry in Queensland, whether you know, the Dolphins versus the Broncos or Cowboys versus the Broncos or South versus the Roosters. It just adds extra spark, you know. So um, I'm not sure everybody in New Zealand is a Warriors fan, but if you get one from their own island, I think that's grown. And there's so much talent. Like I think uh, the Polynesians, they take up nearly 50% of our game. So that's our future. So why not give them, why not give them an extra pathway in my mind? But uh, there is talk about Queensland. There's talk about Pacifica. You know, getting BG, um, PNG, and there was only a big article in the paper over here. You know, and that might be the way because um, PNG have been putting money away to get a side in, and they've been in the Queensland Cup now for about five years. So um, watch this space. But I believe another team in Queensland. I think we've got enough. Like we're, you know, there's four million people in Queensland, and we've got you know four teams now. I think it's about growing the pie and going to another area uh, and getting some new fans. Yeah, bring it to New Zealand. You're dead right, and uh, that's another pathway, like you said, Gordy. Hey, look, just talk, talking about, you know, in, in New Zealand, come this time of year, Gordy, everyone goes crazy. They they pull out their maroon jerseys or their blue jerseys. There you go. All yeah. of a sudden, they forget their Kiwis and uh, they they put on their Aussie accents and stuff like that. There's this really <laughs> special, um, I, I guess, when you're watching the the way that the maroons do it, like taking them in and around their their state and getting them to understand what. Yeah the rural people in your state, um, what it means to them to represent their state. Just just tell us a little bit about that and, and how it actually, people grow legs. Like I've seen players come out, and Pat Carrigan is one. Like when he came out in that series yeah. last year, it was like, wow, where did he come from? But it's got a lot to do with that, hasn't it? Yeah, well, it is. Yeah, I mean, like obviously, you know, the guys play go there, they play every week and they're playing probably for the, you know, for their family and the club that they like, but when you put on this jersey, and it's and it's not like the all-black jersey, but it's bigger than you. It's bigger than the game. It's bigger than the moment. So when you go and, you know, there's people that go underground and Mount Isa every day to work that keep, you know, our state going. And when you go up to Cooktown or, like, um, you go to some of those country areas where they're dying, you know, that 
you know, all the kids have come in to go to school and they don't go back in the farm. And so when you go around our state and you see, when you say the real people that keep us going and they keep food on our plate and all that kind of stuff, I think it's real. Um, I think it's a real eye-opener to the boys on what our state's all about. Um, and it started about 15 years ago that that's where they go. They go to the smallest little area, like the capital city. Sometimes everybody's so busy and they don't really talk to you, but like to go back to where it all started. And some of these guys, they have never met a footy player. So it's such a boost for the community, but I think the players get more out of it than the community at times, just just to realise what it means to the state, what state of origin means to Queensland and New South Wales. Hey, Gordy, just before I let you go, mate, I know you, you mentioned Fox Studios. You've been around there a bit uh, this week uh, with work and things as an extra egg and how good's it been with all those chooks? <laughs> the chooks. <laughs> the chooks. Hey, listen, mate. Listen, I, listen the chooks, mate. Um, they, are a, they are a big organisation over here, but um, everybody seems to smile when they get beaten. I'll tell you what, right? So South Sydney were waiting to play Parramatta. And they said it was the biggest cheer ever when St. George scored to beat the Roosters. They're at, a, they're at another ground. And when they put it up on the board, it was the biggest cheer of the night when the Roosters mate, when the Roosters got beaten. And I suppose that would be at every ground. Like they envy them. You know, like the Roosters are one of those sides. They sort of get most of the good players. And, you know, they're the glimmer side in the NRL. So anytime they go down, it puts a smile on most most of the guys' faces. Yeah, I did see Tony Adams, the rugby league mole, put up why why are the Roosters playing like such busted asses, and somebody replied karma, which I quite like. <laughs> hey, 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 listen, no one's supposed to know who the mole is. He's supposed to be his, his secret. Tony Adams, mate, that's the secret. That's why he's called the mole. Well, no it's New Zealand, mate. No one over here. Okay, no gotcha. one over here will know who Tony Adams is. <laughs> that, is that is so good. You've just blown his 30-year cover. Just then on radio. Everybody knew who it was, but no one out in the public knew that it was the mole. Golden, golden, Gordy, mate. Thanks so much for your time, brother. Always great to talk footy with you. Go well, mate, and uh, looking forward to Origin. Cheers, guys. There you go, Gordy. Tell us the raging bull. Uh, what'd you think of that chat? Give us a call 0800 150 or you can text us through to double eight double three. We do have that Alexandra Park pack to give away, of course, including a top of the park restaurant table for eight valued at over twelve hundred dollars. Give us a call. We'll take your calls after this here on SENZ. Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrance.